This is Economy Watch. What you need to know about New Zealand's economic life today. Brought to you by interest.co.nz. Kia ora. Welcome to Monday's Economy Watch, where we follow the economic events and trends that affect Aotearoa. I'm David Chaston, and this is the international edition from interest.co.nz. And today we leave with news first from China. In a 105-minute speech overnight, Chinese President Xi highlighted the challenges and risks faced by his country and warned party members to brace for dangerous storms ahead. But by rallying around him, he promised that they would be able to ride out those storms and guide the country to incomparable glory. He set a 27-year goal for China to dominate all aspects of global activity. Away from political fantasy and more immediately, Chinese inflation data for September was released late on Friday, This was as expected at 2.8% and a small rise. The Chinese also reported that producer prices only rose by 0.9% in September from a year ago, a very low rate in mirroring the struggles the Chinese economy currently faces. We were expecting China to release its September export and trade results, but it seems they have been delayed a day or so, so as not to clash with the party congress's opening speech. And the Central Bank of Singapore tightened its monetary policy on Friday, the fifth time it has done so since October last year. And across the Pacific, American retail sales were unchanged in September from August, but were up 8.6% from the same month a year ago, only just keeping pace with inflation. It was a result that missed analyst expectations, but it was car sales that drove the miss. Other than that, it beat expectations. Business inventories rose quickly again, even if not as fast as expected. This is a growing problem as overall there are now 376 billion more in inventories than a year ago, or 18% more. However, it is fair to note that the stocks-to-sales ratio is just back to where it was a year ago. It is also fair to note that the latest American Consumer Sentiment Survey, this one from the University of Michigan, shows that consumers are happier about their present situation, even if they are more concerned about future prospects. This was a better result than expected. In the UK, their new Prime Minister threw her finance minister and friend under the bus late on Friday and scrapped her radical tax plan, all in an effort to save her position. It isn't clear yet whether the U-turn will be sufficient. It is up to her party members to decide that. Financial markets have already decided, though, that it isn't enough and she should resign, although that seems unlikely at this time. Then over the weekend, the Bank of England said clearly that they will respond to the public policy turmoil with sharply higher policy rates if the British Treasury can't get things back under control. The UK government will release its revised, revised plan on October 31. Their central bank will respond on November 3. They're on a bit of a knife edge there. The US Treasury 10-year yield starts today at 4.02% and unchanged since Saturday, but up 14 basis points in a week. And the price of gold will open today at $1,645 an ounce. This is up $2 from Saturday, but down $55 in a week. And oil prices will start today unchanged from Saturday at just on $84.50 a barrel in the US, while the international Brent price is just over $90.50 a barrel. A week ago, these prices were $91.50 and $97 respectively, so a 7.6% fall in a week. And the Kiwi dollar will open today at 55.6 US cents and unchanged. Against the Australian dollar, we're still at 89.5 Australian cents. Against the euro, we're still at 57.2 euro cents. That all means our trade weight index starts today at 66.5 and very little change from a week ago or even two weeks ago. And the Bitcoin price is now at $19,139 and down 1% from this time Saturday. 
volatility over the past 24 hours, however, has been very low, just on plus or minus a half a percent. You can find links to the articles mentioned today in our show notes. Get more news affecting the economy in New Zealand from interest.co.nz. Kia ora, I'm David Chaston, and we'll do this again tomorrow. Tomorrow.